But Fraser Crane is now dead to me Paved over by Starbucks and their fishy legs Soundgarden and Bill Gates were chums The Pikes Place fish are all rotten now Did you know that Pearl Jam refers to come? Welcome to the Dan and Jay's comedy. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Dan. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Please don't hit me. Thanks for joining us on the Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour podcast. Recording live <laughs> from Seattle and Michigan. Can you record? I mean, Can technically, online? it's not a pre-recorded recording session. Mm-hmm. The recording where, session itself one is of us truly live. Where one of us records the podcast and the other one responds to it, right? More of a uh, little mm. less, a little less reactive, a little, little more structured of a sure. podcast that way. But I mean, yeah. tell yeah, me yeah. you can't do that, Jay. I'm, I'm. Uh, hmm. Should we do that? I feel like we should now experiment. <laughs> one of us records it ahead of time. Yeah, the other yeah. one is forced to respond, but do their best to actually try and participate. Yeah, no, I like this. I like this idea. Dan, why yeah. Why did I just sing about Seattle, though? I mean, why? Why? Be because that is where I am. That's I'm currently I am. sitting. Mm -hmm. It's in the downtown Holiday Inn Ooh. in Seattle, Washington. I am but two blocks away from that eponymous spaced needle. Oh, are you really? That's yeah. fun. They actually went up it yesterday. Yeah. Is that what that photo was from that I saw earlier? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes yep. sense. Okay. It's not obvious when you just see the city behind you, but I guess mm -hmm. I could have guessed if it's a high place in Seattle that it's probably the Space Needle. That was built, if I'm not mistaken, in 1962 for the World's Fair. That is correct. Um, Took okay. them just about an entire year to build it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. There is a... Uh, uh, I have been doing some research. Uh, let's say it's Seattle-based research, even though it's not. But part of okay. the thing I'm researching does, is I've interviewed about five people from Seattle in the last two weeks, just by coincidence. Uh -huh. And so the Space Needle has come up a lot of uh, because there was this sketch show in Seattle called Almost Live that uh, did a thing where they they basically wore the worlds and said, uh, we're just getting reports that the Space Needle has fallen over. <laughs> and enough people believed it that they got their asses chewed out. Wow, shit, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> and they got like the one actor. She said, "I just, I don't know. I just saw it, and it was just tumbling." And like they're like, you know, they're like pretty. It's kind of obvious that it was a joke. And the Chiron said April Fool's Day, not just April first. It said April Fool's Day. Uh huh. But it is that it's that weird sort of plausible deniability.
vulnerability that comedians do where they're like, oh, it's obviously a joke. Where it's like, but you did want to trick people, right? Like that's there is I also mean, that when element. you're when you're a comedian doing something like that, that is yeah. you, you know you've successfully done it sure. when you fool some people. Yeah, exactly. So yes, obviously they wanted <laughs> to fool people. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So you can't act too surprised when people are fooled. <laughs> Dan, uh, do you have a drink sponsor tonight in your hotel room? Uh, oh, I have uh, a, a, a Keurig coffee. Ooh, okay. Yummy. Because I am tired. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just woke up from a power nap. Same. I have had a very long day. Uh, mine, okay, so this is a... Uh, uh, God, I'm, I'm kind of dreading it because uh, I... I've never experimented it with it in this form. I saw somebody on uh, YouTube the other day trying to make a bunch of food with Pepsi and milk, including cheese with Pepsi and milk. And uh, yeah, yeah, I I feel like that couldn't necessarily be successful. Yeah, so I feel like I, the fizz or acid of the soda would prevent a lot of that stuff from working. I have Pepsi and soy milk diet pepsi and soy milk and vodka i <laughs> don't know if this is a good idea i just saw that we had pepsi remembered we had soy milk so i'm gonna try it now but there are to be sure chunks there are all kinds of chunks floating throughout this chunky boy and i'm gonna give him a sip and see what happens i mean i used to drink milk all the time so okay it's fine it's fine thank god mm-hmm. oh ooh, ah, well the vodka's a problem yeah, the that's, a, that's the, the part that part. would be an iffy for me because I was a child last I had that. But vodka is supposed to hide. It doesn't. It is just right front and center. And uh, <laughs> one thing, I did not mix this. I just sort mm. of spun it around in the glass a bit because I didn't have anything to mix it with. So my guess is I'm going to get pockets of uh, very deliciousness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. I can't remember. Did, didn't Pip... Pepsi, Pepsi and milk mix better than this, though. I mean, this just looks like a weird. Like, yeah, a it was always like a nice smooth mix for me. Yeah, so I I did something. Well, I didn't mix it. That's what I did wrong. Well, <laughs> All right. it could be worse. It's fine. How's yeah. your How's your delicious? Uh, what's it called? Fresca coffee? What is it? Yeah, Keurig. How it's is a, your delicious Keurig? Keurig it coffee? tastes like coffee because it's based, It's just a, it's just a regular coffee with some sugar and creamer. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. just says. Bare bones, bare bones of a coffee as you could possibly make with whatever sitting in the hotel. He was my favorite character on Seinfeld, Creamer. Oh. It's very good. He'd just walk just in the room and some. hop in a, a cup of coffee is what he would do. <laughs> He's a very weird character. Uh, so this week, uh, I, I found us a sketch. I was like, yeah. what is, is there anything Seattle related? We didn't really do original songs except for like twice. And I think they're all Gribnish. Um, we didn't do anything with the word grunge in it. I don't know how aware we would have even been of the word grunge as, 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 as some other people might have been. So let's, uh, I'm going to try and I'm going to share my screen here. I'm surprised we haven't discussed this just cause it's early on. Okay. Uh, it's, it's on tape number three. Um, okay. So this is right after Klutz boy, your successful character who introduces himself by coming down through the attic door into my bedroom. Uh, I decide I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to play flannel man. Flannel is the only search term that made any (laughs) sense. (laughs) So here we go. This this has been another episode. It's time for flannel man. Hi, I'm flannel man. Well, today 
We're going to be talking about some flannel. Oh, it's hot in here. Get comfortable. Sure. Fishing? Well, I think today. Oh, getting hot. <laughs> super was flannel man super well, pumping. <laughs> should we talk about some flannel today? Not even facing the camera. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. I'm talking about red flannel. Okay. Red flannel is flannel. Whoa, that those are some nineties pants. It's red. Three. <laughs> and and it looks like flannel. Uh-huh. And this Good joke. This is flannel. This is blue. Uh huh. Here it is. Specialized flannel cutter. Uh huh. Very effective. Yeah. Oh. Did anybody get a videotape of that? Oh yeah, I did. Oh, by the way, uh. Police will hear about this. If you fade out really quick. This will be over. To my right. Uh, who hunts chocolate ninja rabbits? Okay, there you go. That's <laughs> and there it is. That uh, was Flannel Man. You, for the record, it should be clear or made clear that uh, you were already also using my ninety-nine cent store uh, sword for as Klutz Boy. You were trying. Yes. To, you were doing this. You were doing. Uh, 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 you were trying to see if you could swallow. Uh, you a sword also. And die um, you also. This is probably a carryover reference to the fact that you were also using that as the synthetic cheese cutter. That is also the synthetic cheese cutter. That's right. Because one prop can be many props. I don't know if you knew that, but um, uh, it can be it can be used multiple times for multiple sketches, usually yes. in a row. Mm -hmm. To be <laughs> fair, you know, 20 years later, I would be doing a drinking game and it was effectively the same thing. So, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, we, we basically it, it just uh, maybe slightly more sophisticated in in, uh, you know, in, in, in execution a little. Just the slightest bit. Uh, <laughs> those are some some pants uh, that I was wearing. Those are some nineties pants. pants. All right. I forgot about all those toys I had. I mean, I knew I had a ton of toys, but uh, there are a lot there that just flash. I was mostly paying attention to the background because I was literally doing nothing. In the <laughs> this is me wearing a, his superpower is he can wear many flannels, I guess. He tells uh, uh, evidently, them. his superpower is not that he can wear many flannels. Oh, right. Because he gets hot, hot super fast. Mm, his yeah. superpower is that he heats up quick. Oh, and yeah. technically, he doesn't need to be wearing any flannels. <laughs> what a great superpower! <laughs> it's like, he has he has menopause. My superpower is I overheat too yeah. quickly while wearing shirts. Did did we ever talk about? Were you there for this? Oh God! I maybe I've mentioned this on the show before, uh, but it's very much in line with this. The day I wanted to see how many of my own shirts I could put on at once. <laughs> I was not there for that. I do remember that, though. <laughs> yeah, because I did it on my own and probably later told you I almost passed out is probably what happened. Because that is probably exactly what happened. I put on 20 to 30 shirts like they did Detroit in Community, and I uh -huh. had a panic attack in the middle of it. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, and nobody else. Was, maybe maybe Gribnish was there. It's possible, but I'm pretty sure it was on my own. Uh -huh. where, where I get if I had blacked out I would have hit my head on all the pointy things in that room and it would have been and my parents and fallen fallen through all the papers on the floor and yeah. lost for for years yeah, exactly my parents like that turtle that me. was found in someone's attic because <laughs> unless I showed my head my parents assumed I was fine they didn't check they didn't care you know so they're <laughs> just like who, who gives a damn well, he's up he's doing it he's fine he's up there masturbating which to be fair was probably true but more often than not doing stuff like putting on 30 shirts, shirts at once you know yeah, 
that's the kind of stuff I do. You need it, guys. You you need a spotter if you're going to do something like that. Yeah. Um, so. Ethan Klein from the H3 podcast back in the day put on a hundred shirts. Oh my god. That's 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 oh no. It was a lot of shirts. It was a lot. Did he overheat? It get weird, or was he uh, fine? He was generally fine. Okay. Um, he did go. He did go to the to Ralph's like that, and he had to use a mobility scooter. Of course, he did. That's he's like, he's like, it's like it was like this big around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like, like this around his neck. <laughs> Did he get like some over some like four XL shirts and stuff to go? Yeah. Over the, okay. Smart. No, that's the smart way to do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 100. You were probably just wearing all of your mediums and yes, just exactly uh, compressing yourself. Yeah. Instead. That's a very good point. Yeah. You should just go with as many extra large shirts and things. Um, that's really funny. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a hell of a challenge. Uh, how is Seattle right now, Dan? You've been here for a few days. Um. It may uh, shock you to find out that it has been cloudy and rainy most of the time I've been here. Love it. Love it. I, I know it's a surprise. I yep. know that's a rare treat here mm-hmm. in Seattle, but sure. I have experienced it. Do you? What are your feelings about cold and rain? I love it. It's my favorite thing. But oh, uh, it, it hasn't. It's been like the right kind of cold, like mm-hmm. not freezing, just mm-hmm. brisk. Jacket weather and, and jacket yeah, weather. like like I my hoodie is like perfect. Okay, and then yeah. it's like one day it was pouring, but most of the time it's just been more of like a misty kind of rain. Sure, so you can walk in it; doesn't really affect you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's been fun. walking to meals and stuff mm-hmm. because driving in the city sucks. Does it? And everything is nearby. So oh, okay, that's right. good. Well, like I said, I'm two blocks from the Space Needle, so there's all sorts of. Is have, did you? Is there a restaurant in the Space Needle? Am I remembering, or do you know? Maybe there's like there's like this 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 like boxy windowed area about halfway up. Okay, but okay. I don't know what it is. And then there's the top where everything else is. Okay, that could be it. Ow, fuck you. And there's like a cafe I think up at the top. Mm-hmm. Like there were some tables and chairs and stuff, but you didn't have any delicious. But it was like a restaurant, sit down restaurant, give you a menu type place. Right. Um, I don't have a joke for it, but something about but, um, a space haystack. Continue. <laughs> but then you, we, we walked around the outside where they have, like, it's angled out there. Mm-hmm. And and then they've got little benches that you can sit on. So you can sit. That's where I took that picture because I was actually leaning, I was leaning back, like, maybe 30 degrees or so. Mm-hmm. So you can point to the ground while you're taking pictures. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And then yes. the underneath it, uh, the bottom of it is... You know, glass windows, glass floor, and it rotates. Mm, I know that my wife would not go there at all. <laughs> it, mo- it it moves like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She it, like, it, it's like, the seeing the 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 oh, everything yeah. below you. She can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Cannot handle it. I would probably have a. I'd have a little. But you don't like heights. But did you feel secure? Oh, very secure. Oh. I, I it didn't feel like I was anything on more than on a floor. Okay. That's the good. the tempered glass I have is like <laughs> like four inches sure. thick. Like it's it's huge. But well, I mean, I my fears don't um they don't cotton to logic. So you know they're very much well. Many unique. uh many uh, phobias mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. definition do not <laughs> sure do not sure do not cotton to logic. Do you have do you have any such phobias left? Do you have any from childhood that still? Anything that still freaks you out? 
ladders, which got reinforced recently, so that's fun. Oh, did you fall uh, off of one? I remember. No, I don't. I've already forgotten. When I was in 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 Reno and I almost died. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh that one. Sure. That yeah, little no, one. That's fair. Yeah yeah. That yeah. That little ladder. You know <laughs> that little fall of twenty feet. I should have remembered because that one at least made me like I, I went down the well I went a rung down uh, on the worst ladder experience of your life. So mm-hmm. I feel like still up there, <laughs> but not the highest. I'm hoping. And Reno's then uh uh-huh. And then uh spiders. But that's sure. that's that's generally irrational. Sure, but fuck spiders. I don't but like fuck them. Spiders. I can't. Fuck I can't handle them. In the them. ass. Nope. Don't like them. Mm-hmm. I can capture them if I have to with a cup or something. But it's still. It's it's. It, I will flip out if it comes out or whatever. I, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. But th- those are the two that I experience on a common basis, at least. Sure. So if you were up on a ladder and a spider came at you, you would that would be basically worst case scenario <laughs> okay. for me right That's there. Great. That would be not great. Yeah, yeah. And then something I don't know. Then you, if you saw a picture of me with like candy corn teeth, then you'd flip out more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then it's just then it's just just the end end times mm-hmm. at that at that point. It's mm-hmm. end times. That's no good. Do you, uh, this is, I learned two new words recently. Mm. Um, <laughs> so we're trying, we're going to get some, uh, my mother-in-law is bringing some, I think raspberry bushes, maybe not blackberry. I'd love blackberry, but raspberry bushes, I think. And, uh, which if you're, I think that's what we had next to our barn back home. I think like we had, remember we would have some pricker bushes and they had little yeah, raspberries. I'm trying to remember if they were, ras- were they raspberries? I think they were raspberries. I think I had the blackberries. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so I w- was talking with the wife and I was like, wait, what are their little balls called? Cause I can't call them. It's little balls. And she looked it up. <laughs> Do you know what the word is for the little balls on the outside of a, of a bubbly? I, I feel like I, I learned that in biology class when okay. we did the plant section, but I, it's a very it good is gone. It, it is gone. It is droplet. D-R-U-P-E-L-E-T. So maybe droplet even. But then the stem is also not called a stem. Do you know what the stem to one is called? That no, I do not. It's peduncle. Peduncle. Yeah, and it's so spelled... you you so you remove a bunch of droplets from a peduncle in order to masticate it. Yeah, exactly right. And peduncle is spelled the worst possible way: P E D U N C L E. So it's. The uncle you dread the most on. Yeah, that's not that's not how I would have spelt it. <laughs> nope, it's me neither. not. It's not how I would have chosen to spell that word. Nope, but uncle. Ah, uh, made me very happy to learn that. Have you learned any new words recently, Dan? This is an educational program for children, so that's true. No, <laughs> no that's fair. You don't get a lot. I mean, I feel like maybe in your line of work, there's like a new tech word here and there when you, you know. Oh yeah, for sure tries to tell you about crypto and you're like what's crypto and then then you hate them in five minutes or mm. nfts what's an nft same what's situation. an N- what's a nift uh-huh. what's a nift uh-huh. um which we've had one on the podcast before if you remember correctly he visited mm-hmm. and yeah he was an nft he stuff. was um i was watching i was watching so um you know bo burnham's inside yeah yeah well he recently released um inside outtakes oh yeah i didn't get to watch that yet behind the scenes things and a couple cut songs that were pretty great mm-hmm. um but uh uh he also 
recorded some skits. I don't know if they were purpose if they were just for this, mm-hmm. or if he recorded them then and used them in this because he has oh. like he has fake ads. Like he has a little thing pop up on the bottom that says you know an ad starting in five four three two, mm-hmm. and then or you can skip this ad in five four three, and then it says like too late. <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and then, like, at the top, at one point, it said, suggestion, stay inside. Um, <laughs> but um, he has one little bit that he does where he's, it's a podcast uh-huh. with himself, uh-huh. um, which was very much, when we were talking about, like, pre-recorded pod recording, uh-huh. that's what that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he was totally being, like, those kinds of NFT-style bros talking. <laughs> But but they're like they're two two comedians on a podcast, and he's talking about PC culture, man. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, maybe I did see that. I think somebody yeah, might have. I was gonna, I was gonna, out. I was gonna send that to you, and I forgot. But it's just like <laughs> reminded me of some of the things that we we've done in the past. Oh yeah, like yeah, if I remember, yeah, it's very Joe Rogany. If I remember correctly, wait. Oh, he, it's he, bad. It's yeah, so good. I love it. So, oh man, he's just like, and then he, when when he, when that man when Joe Rogan talks about a thing he he purports to understand it's funny and distressing at the same time yeah because he definitely doesn't no 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 and it's uh, and then it somehow goes down this weird path of like him generalizing about a race (laughs) Mm. you know and uh, i'm waiting for the day when he's like oh but i'm sicilian which means like down the line i'm part black so i can say the n-word i'm waiting he maybe has already said that before i wouldn't be surprised Uh, Dan, how are, okay, I don't know your allergy situation because I grew up probably having allergies and not having that acknowledged until California when I thought I had a cold for three months. Do you have allergies? Uh, I got allergies when I moved away from New York and yeah. got near new allergens. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So that makes sense. I do now basically take um, decongestion allergy stuff as just part of my <laughs> daily. Yeah pill ritual just okay so it's a pill all right between 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 like new plants and stuff but also just the 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 cats the number of cats we have and sure he is if you know there's there's hypo hypoallergenic cats Mm -hmm. so take one of those and reverse that and that's what (laughs) sure is people who aren't allergic to cats have a tendency to get sniffly when she like rubs against them oh wow she's pretty yeah she's pretty allergenic wonder why (laughs) wonder what that's she's long-haired but so is Didi, and that wasn't a problem but like when sure was just a kitten like rachel would come over and hold her and she would like have to be like i you know she has to take decongestion and shit after holding her but you know we've had other cats and it was never an issue so that's so it's just sure yeah huh i mean i've every once in a while noticed like a dog like i don't have as far as i know animal allergy allergies but i have had situations where oh god when i worked on this was it that show was it top model it was either top model or this other show called take home chef where i was a pa and i had to drive i had to drive I had to pick up a Mustang for the the lead of the show, and then I had to drive home, ride home with one of the producers. who was very kind enough to, to drive me home. But her car was normally, like, I don't want to say home. She didn't live in her car, uh, but normally home to her and two Pekingeses or something. Okay. And the dogs weren't in there, but you could see that they had been. Um, I've never felt, I've never felt allergic except 
then and it, it was like oh it just smelled and felt like dog I, and it uh-huh. was just in my nose for an <laughs> hour and i'm like oh this must be some of what people who are allergic to animals feel because it was that's all it could have been that was making me like choke up a little bit i was like mm. uh, uh and i was trying not to be rude but i couldn't not i was just like my eyes were watering i've never <laughs> felt like that before but like enough of it and and enough dander which is obviously the cause of it yeah Oof. Oh, it was disgusting. I felt bad, but it was disgusting. Just vacuum. Yeah, that's, that, that's the other part of it is that Shuri, like, sheds like crazy. Like, mm-hmm. Dee Dee sheds, but it gets, like, stuck in her coat, right? So yep. she yep. horks up hairballs all the time. Sure, sure. Um, but Shuri never has. Mm-hmm. And it's inevitable Whenever you're making a meal or getting mm-hmm. a play or whatever, there's going to be Shuri, at least one Shuri hair on it. <laughs> or mm-hmm. a Christie hair on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> those are those are the two constants in my house are Shuri and Christie hair. I we were <laughs> we were in Salt Lake mm-hmm. and I don't know where it came from, but I looked on the coffee table. Uh-huh. And there was a pink hair on the coffee table. And I had to send that picture to Christy and said, you, you followed us to Salt Lake. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that's like, because uh, Daisy doesn't, she doesn't do hairballs either, but she all like, uh, yeah, I can't figure out. Maybe it's just because she sheds so much. I don't know. I'm not sure. Who was the is. only short haired cat we ever had. Yeah. Get hairballs. And he also shed like crazy. Yeah. That's so weird. Um, But like. Skeeter, no. Lamp, no. Mm-hmm. Louise, no. Have you no. ever done nose spray allergy thing? I've been trying that because I'm tired of the pills. They bore me, and it's annoying. Um, I will use that if it, like, I'll use that when I go mowing the lawn or something. Okay. And I know I'm going to be. Although, now that we've got such a good collection of masks, I've been wearing those when I mow the lawn, oh, yeah. and that helps so fucking much. Big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that if I'm wearing that outside, I'm like, oh, I'm not sneezing as much as I tend to always sneeze indoors because I sneeze a lot inside because <laughs> I don't know why. Probably the filter on our air filters or on our heater thingy is probably not that good. I don't know. Possibly. You're supposed to also replace them like every three months. Yeah, I replaced it recently, but then realized, oh, shit, it's been more like six. So, yeah. We yeah, and I think, I think um, one of the things I need to do, too, is um, I need to get... I didn't get a HEPA level filter, oh, yeah. which will help remove a lot of those kinds of allergens and stuff mm-hmm. from, the, from it. So yeah, I don't know what that is, but my because um, when they when they came to service the furnace, they gave us a filter, but it's kind of I think the lowest level for filters, mm-hmm. so it does like the bare minimum. Right. Yeah, because those are like I think super cheap, but I would imagine the HEPA's a couple steps up. I don't know. I've never looked. Yeah, uh, they're they're more expensive, but they definitely clear out more, which is nice. I should look. I, I'm guessing it's not. Also, uh huh. Make sure you're dusting the intakes. Oh We're yeah, we're really bad about that, and it gets built up with lots of dust and dirt, and then it's just yeah. sucking that all in constantly. That's a really good point. I don't think we, do. <laughs> yeah, we need to do that. <laughs> My uh, so I noticed though that I I tried the nasal spray just because I didn't want to take the pill, and I, I just because it's small, I don't want to drop it. I'm just weird about pills. Um, I've been taking it. It smells at first like artificial lilac, which is not a thing mm. you would think you would know. But do you remember that Grib- see that. Gribnish had this toy that was just like a poof, like a like a perfume poofy? Yes. Yeah, yes. and it smelled like kind of like lilac. 
That's uh-huh. exactly what it smells like for a minute. I forgot and, about that thing. And then it smells like Home Depot. That is what it smells like <laughs> on the second. I went, okay, lilac, lilac. Oh, okay. And not even the good part. Not like the nice lumber smell. The like, no. there's plastic everywhere smell. Yeah, the more chemically part of the of the building. Yeah, it's, it's probably it's probably like layering on the inside of your sinus to help protect it or whatever. Right. Yeah, it has to be what it is. But yeah, it smells real nice at first, and then it's like, oh fuck. Okay, I guess I'm in aisle thirteen now. Let me go get some. I had to learn the right way to use it, though. I put it too far up my nose and sprayed uh-huh. it too fast uh-huh instead of just letting it like I just a gentle because i would try to do it really fast so i thought i had to really get it up there sure and that was like it would just like gag me oh <laughs> just, yeah okay that it makes wouldn't sense. it wouldn't really mist it would just li- be liquid inside oh, oh, oh god <laughs> yeah it would just probably pool and collect and then just oh, down the yeah back of throat. If, okay. and it, it 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 did the opposite of decongesting at that point that's it, like added good. congestion to my that's nose. so gross i'm sorry <laughs> that is terrifying and terrible uh, i had a prescription for that before it became over the counter mm-hmm. because technically i really shouldn't be taking uh the like um regular over the like the regular pill um decongestant allergy pills because that's not good for blood high pressure oh high really blood pressure but um, my blood pressure is fine now, so oh. I'm not too worried about it. But theoretically, I'm not supposed to take it. But Wait, but. so can it jack your blood pressure up? Really? Apparently, it has an impact on it. Okay. The spray kind can. Or the pill kind. The, the pill kind, yeah. Okay. Huh. I but, had no idea. But I'm not... My, my blood pressure is fine right now. Like yeah. Because I... The, um, my... In, the insurance that we have now, um, they sent a... Um, blood pressure cup. Actually, no, it wasn't that. It was Hope Health, which is the company we have our ADHD stuff through. Uh huh. Sent it just because they know I have high blood pressure, and so what it does is I can I can use it, and it sends you know they have me do it once a month, and it sends information back to make sure that my blood pressure is okay. So I've been oh. testing my blood pressure at least once a month, and it's always been fine. So all right, I'm not going to worry too much about it. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm surprised like when I don't have those issues, but then I do sort of sit and sit and remember, oh right, I'm vegetarian. I've at least got like less likelihood that I'm going to have blockages <laughs> now. Yeah. For, for for you know, there's at least that. It's not going to affect it, although everything else about my diet is fucking garbage. <laughs> it's shit. It is terrible. I mean, the amount of potato chips I've eaten since the pandemic started would frighten people, I think. It's disgusting. You're more potato than man now. Basically. That's basically it. Welcome to Idaho. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Dan, should we talk about... So, we sh- we shut the mics off last uh, last time, but we it was a mistake because we got to talking about... I think, if I'm not mistaken, our... Uh, you know, I, I've got to look, but some of our relatives, it might have been great uncles or something, uh, were also weird. It's weird that our great uncles would also have been involved in a comedy group, but uh, there was a group called the Margs Brothers. Uh, the Margs mm-hmm. Siblings, I'm sorry. The Margs Siblings. The Margs uh, Siblings, yes. Might have been a trademark issue. It might have been maybe the Marx Brothers stole from the Margs uh, Siblings. I don't know. I don't want to accuse anybody. It's, hard to, it's really hard to know back then how, mm-hmm. you know, those things work because they kind of just existed right mm-hmm. and i'd forgotten how like influential they were on them and then on our, our grandparents and our dads you know because in the mm-hmm. 70s everybody was rediscovering the marx brothers while our dads were rediscovering the marx siblings because right 
I think they may have owned the only prints that still survive of any of their work. Like and, the very likely, very likely. Yeah, and so there were, of course, uh, you know, uh, the 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 various Margs brothers, way more uh, siblings. Sorry, God, I gotta, I, I'll get sued. Uh, we gotta make sure that we say siblings. Uh, m- way more of them than there were the Marx brothers. Yes. Um, and I don't know. They're like at most maybe what, five or so of them? At least, at the very least. Um, there was, of course, uh, I think the first one we were talking about uh, was Frozo Margs. Uh, Frozo Margs, yep. Which it, it wasn't a superpower. <laughs> what was his deal no. with ice? What, what was his ice deal? I can't remember exactly what Frozo Marx's deal was. Did he bring ice to everybody? It's a very weird comedy thing. I can't remember what his exact situation was. Um, it's been a while since I've watched these old these old films. Do you recall what Frozo Marx's deal was? Exactly. Uh, uh, I'd have, I'd have to, I'd have to Google it. I don't, I That's don't fair. remember off the top of my you head. Know, if you, if there's somebody at home screaming into their, their podcast app and saying, ah, oh, of course we know what Frozo Marx did. I know it was arse related. Ice related. Arse <laughs> I've never accidentally said arse before, but you know that's, that's a delightful thing. Um, but there uh, was, of course, if y'all every 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 group's got the handsome one who maybe doesn't want to be there. Your Zeppos, um, but there was mm-hmm. uh, Tudo Margs. Um, Tudo Margs. Uh, he was very handsome. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I recall, uh, he he his deal was that he um, he had the most atrocious silent, but but deadly farts. Yes, which was perfect near, for silent near constantly. Films. Yeah, yeah, perfect for silent films. Um, and so it was. It was always kind of a fun game mm-hmm. to see what's you know what scene did he uh, did he uh, fart in because mm-hmm. you would observe like the extras mm-hmm. or even sometimes the main cast and see how much of a struggle are they having in maintaining a neutral face. Yeah, because I mean you got to be a professional about it. Um, but you know, he was famous for the one cheek sneak. He would just be sitting there. Yeah. I think he might've invented it actually just sitting there and, and just, you know, doing this as, as a romantic scene was happening right next to him. And then, you know, he'd just sit back down, casually read mm-hmm. his newspaper and then you'd see, and you'd see that he's actually kind of like fanning. waving the newspaper a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just checking out just side eyeing a little bit just to see which of them. He was, either... he was known to actually be very verbally abusive to dogs. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Right. But Mm -hmm. mostly about how they farted. Sure. Right. That makes sense. And uh, yeah, he would just see what what happened. And, you know, usually if if you were the first one on set to vomit, um, you had to pay for everybody's meals that day. If I remember correctly, they were that bad. They were that bad. Um, Yeah. We have in our archives somewhere most of the Marg siblings' costumes and uh, his have to be sealed away because they still, you can't get the smell out. Yeah, it's basically bog of eternal stench right yep. there. Yeah. Everything, you know. Everything, you at, he, he, he always, uh, you couldn't tell they were black and white films, but he often dressed in earth tones. Sure, sure. And for good reason. For good reason. For very good reason. Um, uh, just uh, you want to make sure everything. He also, you know, I'm sure he had terrible pits as well, but like very big time. He just had. I don't know if it's a digestive issue. I don't know if he did it on purpose. Um, I do yeah, remember in, in real life. In real life, he was one of the least attractive of the Marx siblings. But on screen, mm-hmm. you know, he tested well. He popped. He he popped. And then yeah, just in personal life, he couldn't. He he couldn't uh, pull anything, you know. He had to save his life. He tried and tried, but something about him just turned everybody away. And um, but he was fascinating. There was also uh, Grippo Margs, who, uh, if I remember correctly, was one of your dad's favorites. 
Yeah, uh, he often had heart attacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, most, most of his scenes usually ended with him clutching his chest. Yeah. And you, it would feel interrupted. And that's because most of the time they were. Yeah, they were um, not. The scenes were written to not actually be all that plot important because they they never knew when a heart attack would, you know, get him off, off screen for yeah. a period of time. Yeah, he couldn't control them. Like a lot of people accused him of like, oh, it's it's a bit. No, it's not a bit. And then some people would be like, oh, well, he would have heart attacks on purpose. He would control them. I don't know that there's a human alive who can control their heart attacks. If they can, it's David Blaine. That's the only person I think who might be able right, to control exactly, a heart attack. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, it yeah. would just be like, Ugh, like he, most of them were silent. But, you know, grip is a heart. And, and then it would just cut to black. And like maybe sometimes it would ha- like I, I feel like a lot of those old sketches ended with, you know, here lies, you know, Grippo, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's just like, where did that, that came out of nowhere. Um, he was really the, he was really the, uh, the Kenny of his time. If you think about it, it's very ha- much probably true. the inspiration of Kenny and South Park. Probably Gri- true. Grippo Margs. We should interview them and see, you know, like which of their, the Margs brothers siblings were their favorite siblings. Yeah. Um, and you know, when Grippo was not available, which was a lot hospitalized a ton, there was my personal yeah. favorite Pisso Margs. <laughs> Pisso Margs. Um, yep. And it was great because it would always open on the scenes. He'd he'd be at a harp or a piano, and there'd be a lot of buildup, a lot of buildup, right? You know, he he didn't speak. He did not speak. Right. Yep. And he would do the whole get ready thing, the piano, mm-hmm. whatever. And then he would just straight up stare at the camera and just just piss. And like he would just like it was not like. It was it was a torrent of piss. Yeah. Not like a normal human level of piss. Not no, it would be like 20, 25 minutes of pissing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, it was always pretty impressive because they never cut. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right? One long And so, shot. like, basically used an entire reel of film <laughs> to record Pisso's scenes. And, like, he would just keep going. And it would, like, it's, like, early uh, ASMR. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, they would make sure, like, they mic'd up the floor. <laughs> and the floor underneath it um, to really pick up the pisso sound. <laughs> and like most of the time it would be almost pure silence except for the sound of uh-huh. pisso. Yeah. Yeah. And he did. He did do that thing like a little angry kid who just stare. Just right in the camera, like right, you said. right, yeah, right at you. Yeah, so I like mean, into your soul. Uh huh. Uh huh. They, they s- all... He sent Grippo to the hospital a couple of times with that stare. I think. Did he? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I hadn't read that. I, I uh, you know, they, they each of them represented like a, a different, a different element, and it, it was they were assigned that not just out of anywhere. It was just like, oh, this this is happening with this person. This is happening with that person. They they sort of fit the mold. I feel like Pisso fit water just so perfectly, and then yeah. you know, did the most with it, uh, comedically and otherwise. Yeah. Um, his now his some of them had a better job with this, but his uh, sort of attempt to have a, a post comedy career, a post uh, you know Marg's siblings career was the hardest because you know as we get older incontinence becomes an issue anyway and so it was unreliable as to when or not you know that was gonna it, it was no longer a bit really and it's yeah it was simply it was simply his life he actually um if i recall um in his late years purchased um and lived in a swimming pool yeah 
Yeah, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely, there was a period of time there. Okay, what most people it was don't an empty know. swimming pool. To be fair, guys. Yeah, yeah, empty, of course. But just like because at, at a after a certain point, because it may be because it probably was exacerbated by mm-hmm. his career. Yeah, um, but it got to the point where he was literally he was hooked up to an IV twenty four seven and literally absorbed and drained at the same rate. He was yeah. basically a human filter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was, was a, a lot of human Brita filter. Mm-hmm. Only I guess the opposite. Sure. He unpurified <laughs> a constant flow of water. <laughs> and most people don't know this either. They were they were at um, they were mostly Warner Brothers. Like back then, you would have a contract with one group, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And Warner Brothers, their famous water tower, was built for Pisso originally. Yes. Um, originally. That's where he stayed. Uh, he stayed there, and it was just easier. Um, he would be on like the, the uh, like a top level, and then just as he slept, whoosh, and then they could let it out at night if they had to, or you know the next day, they could try and purify it. And and I don't think anybody drank it. That would be that'd be gross. That I think be... it was used mostly to uh, water the plants and oh. and stuff. Right? That makes sense. That makes sense. Warner Brothers well known for their foliage, mm-hmm. you know. That's that's uh, there was, of course, uh, Margot Margs, which I don't remember much about Margot Margs. Do you, Dan? Um, I do remember that the that they did for some reason associate her with Earth. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Something to do with bringing actual margaritas, which was a weird. I'm not exactly I don't have all my notes here. Uh, You know why? Here's why. Why? Why is uh, her story less told? I think we all know sexism. That's that's yeah. a big part of it. It's less. She was not in as many of the films. She was in the stage shows, and then eventually she was expected, you know, to you know carry on the Marg's lines. Yeah. Exactly right. So um, w- with somebody else, uh, but he had to be named Mark. She never changed her name, so that's sort of feminist. Um, yeah. And all of her kids, I think, I think her kids were part of the new Marg siblings at some point, and the, that was not as successful that was in the no. 50s whenever whenever they do a new whatever it's usually not yeah. the same like, it's not people are expecting idea. people are expecting a tuto and and she never had a tuto you know so. sure yeah that's true i mean you can't that's a once in in three generations kind of situation you know same with pisso um he was just damaged that 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 is that is that's a very rare that's a very yeah rare his sto- his story is also not often been told because most people are grossed out by it but it's a very you know it's i think it's a cautionary tale mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about you know only peeing when you need to pee and not just peeing because you know you're being paid to yeah exactly because it's you know okay cool you worked up the muscles but like you know we all think about like acting as a muscle right you don't have to like do that to your physicality you know this is this should be a cautionary mm-hmm. tale to somebody like a, a daniel day lewis like you can go too far yeah. to entertain um, there was, of course, Zippo Margs, um, who mm-hmm. I, I think he, I don't know if he was clinically a, uh, uh, you know, a pyro pyromaniac, but, uh, that was kind of his deal, right? He, he would oh, light things on yeah, fire. Yeah, he, he lit, he, he often, um, lit things on fire and he was actually, um, the cause of at least three major fires in the Los Angeles area over oh, the wow. years. Wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he was, he was known to, um. You know, there are some movies you might watch where you realize, like, you know, there was a room or a place that they had been, you know, having scenes in, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it just kind of stopped having scenes in that area, and that's yeah. because he actually burnt the entire set down. 
You remember Terra, if I'm not mistaken, Terra uh, burns down in uh, Gone with the Wind. That was Zippo. Zippo that was actually Zippo. It was actually, um, I don't know if you've read the book. That never happens in the book. Okay. See that? All right. Uh, that, that that does make sense. I mean, that would be a crazy coincidence if, if it had, you know. Yeah. It's, it's such a long book. Most most people probably have never actually read it. Right. Um, so just, you know, it doesn't happen in the book. They had to add that storyline in. That's so fascinating. It turned out to be uh, actually, you know, really well received. Oh, but... yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a gorgeous. And that's part of why scene. they still keep Zippo Margs around is mm. because, unfortunately, while he may be a pyromaniac, mm-hmm. um, his timing is impeccable because he is a comedian. Yeah, exactly. At the end right. of it. You can't fault him. You cannot fault his comedic timing. No. Um, one of the more controversial, uh, you know, he'd be canceled today. Yeah, uh, it would definitely uh, he'd definitely be uh, called out in the in the hashtag Me Too movement. Exactly, it was Stiff Omargs. Stiff Omargs. Um, um, uh, he um, he often and easily um, got erections. Mm-hmm. Um, there were ninety five percent of his scenes. Um, you'll probably realize um, were you know just uh, you know waist up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because frankly they just could you know the 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 you know mindset of the people at the time could not handle a very famous comedian mm-hmm. with a 27 inch penis right constantly erect exactly right they had to so and and, and to and, and while he was lascivious mm-hmm. um, he, he the the erections were not directly uh, related to that sure um, that's just a, a side effect um, he just happened to have um, a near constant priapism. Yeah, it's it's true. He it was a medical condition that mm-hmm. um, never really got treated because, much like Pisso and and Grippo, mm-hmm. um, he just used that to lean into the comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, on vaudeville, um, he he was like you know hilarious. He was extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Um, they but it just couldn't they couldn't translate that film. And unfortunately, he's a prop comic, so his uh, yeah. verbal comedy just didn't carry through in the films as well. It's very true. He, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a, it was a sad, one of the sadder stories, I guess. You know, pre-code, the Hayes Code in film meant that you couldn't show stuff that you used to be. There's plenty of stuff pre-1930s where there was actually nudity or some sort of sexual activity portrayed in, in mainstream films. The Hayes Code ruined that. So the first uh, Marg's siblings film is pre-code. So there is like a bunch of full frontal just like out there. He didn't have to wear the clown pants anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. He just just full dick out and just right out there, and they, they got some great comedy out of it. Um, yeah. I'm told a lot of the actors and actresses were very uncomfortable around it, and I I can understand that, I guess. Um, yeah. But I mean, you're a professional. You kind of you know what you're signing up for. You knew that Stiffo was going to be in the room, right? So, and he'd enter yeah. the room before he was even in the room, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it, he he definitely uh paved the path for himself, so to speak. Yes. That's exactly right. Um, I don't, uh, you know, those are the ones that I think are the most popular. But again, over the years, there were so many of them. There was Pepto Margs. Um, he his mm. was similar, I guess, uh, to our our good farting friend. But he, um, it was mostly just dyspepsia. He did not feel well a lot and it's really hard to do a comedy bit when you're bent over groaning like that yeah um most of the time when they they did try to figure something out it was like kind of an eeyore situation but even Mm -hmm. then like like with eeyore you're like um you know it's kind of funny because of how he's self 
you know, deprecating or whatever, but literally he would just be killed over while people are picking on him. And it really just felt more like bullying. Yes. Um, than actually like funny. Yeah. I guess, I guess is the way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure like who of this group of, of the original group, who, who is more of the, like, I guess the, the Groucho, the one that stood out the most. I, it, it's, it's hard for me. I feel like maybe it was Frozo cause he, his, his gag of, bringing ice with him was a little weird uh you know it wasn't much of a gag not a lot of call for it uh ice boxes were a new thing at the time i guess maybe that's why he became popular but i feel like he was the one that had the most like verbal like fun of all the all the siblings that's yeah that's true him and tuto um but you know tuto tried to play the straight man sure which just added to the scenes whenever you were watching people like gagging in the background yeah exactly right yeah like he he took he took it completely seriously which you know he eventually leaned to into as a comedy thing he just didn't realize for a while he didn't know what he was doing to the room Mm -hmm. he was not aware but eventually you can see in sketches where he's just like looking like you said looking over the paper are they gonna gag yet like what's actually happening here yeah (laughs) pretty funny bits they're pretty solid yeah Uh, one one of the folks that probably had the least amount of lines other Mm -hmm. than pisso who never spoke Mm -hmm. was i think rusto marks Mm -hmm. uh because you know um the whole thing was when he was eight um Uh you know i've I've read the i read the biography of these guys some of them um, he cut his hand on a rusted tin, uh-huh. and uh, basically for his entire adult life, he had lockjaw. Yeah, and so yeah. like he made noises, but he couldn't speak very well. Sure, yeah, fed um, by a straw, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. it had to be. Um, but yeah, he was. Uh, but he would often join in the musical numbers with a kazoo, which was nice. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. He, he's uh, I don't he, he, is, he was definitely the most musical of the group I would say yeah no that's fair that's fair because again like Pisso's harp playing was beautiful but it didn't have I would say the character let's right. say that Rusty well I mean most of the time that. he barely even touched it he mostly sure. just sat there and he just sat staring there at the camera and then like I feel like maybe in the maybe in that first movie that first pre-code movie he plays it for a little and then like right that's the only I think that's the only reason why I even know that he could play the harp because sure. most yeah. of the time I don't know if they were cutting it for time sure. because it is another usually 20 to 27 minutes of just straight up asthma pissing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, they, maybe they cut out the musical number. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I, that is one thing too. Like you'll watch those old Marx Brothers movies or whatever. And it's just like, I love it. But why do you have to interrupt it with this musical number? Whereas I feel like the Marx siblings were committed to the bit. They were committed. They're like, yeah, 27 minutes of piss. We know what you signed up for. One full reel of piss is what it always said on the posters. Yeah, they, they, they pretty much guaranteed it. Yeah. If if you came and you watched this movie and there wasn't a full reel, oh, God forbid, by the way, a reel gets misplaced or, like, that's the one that gets, like, melted or whatever. Or whatever people would oh, riot. Oh, man. They they would, would there, riot. Was, there, was li- there were literal riots. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I remember reading about in Baltimore mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when um, they had shipped shipped the movie to a to one of the theaters and mm-hmm. they actually just forgot to package the 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 pisso reel yeah um yep. which is you know they they often called it the pisso reel sure and it often was tinged a slight yellow and not really sure why yeah um but they had just completely forgot to even ship that with it yeah and um if i recall correctly at least half the city just raised to the ground yeah 
Well, I mean, th this was also during a time when uh, a lot of the brothers would come to as many screenings as they could because there were a lot of well, siblings. Sorry, there were a lot of siblings, and they, some of them would go and just like see, hey, hey, buddy, how's it playing in Baltimore? Well, in Baltimore that same year was Ludo Margs, and Ludo, well known, L O O T O, he's well known for just breaking windows and stealing shit, and I'm yeah. pretty sure he started that part of it anyway. Um, I mean, that would be his M O. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And he wasn't in as many of the movies, but he did show up to a lot of very troubled screenings of their films. Um, yes. A lot yes. of them. And so, you know, it's debatable. Like some of these It's actually, they blame him them. for a large percentage of memorabilia just being missing. Yes, that's true. That is from true. From the, the Margs period. Mm -hmm. So we have what we can get, um, but it's, you know, who knows? I mean, Ludo's... Not, most most, uh, most Margs Brothers items that you can get nowadays mm -hmm. don't have a letter of authenticity because they're unfortunately unable to val you know, validate. Yeah. Because, you know, Ludo would grab that and then he would just kind of sell it to folks. Yep, yep. Or keep the, them know. is the rumor, but you know we've tried to get a hold of his like direct descendants. They are not as communicative as you would hope. Again, so many siblings, mm -hmm. so many sub siblings, which is what they're called. You know, children and grandchildren. Um, you know, as far as I know, there's a hangar in Burbank filled with Marg's siblings merchandise yeah. and props. But we, you know, how are we ever going to find out until one of them kind of sucks it up and you know admits what they already know is true i'm i'm i have suspicions i i, I will say uh there you know jay leno famously has a, a hangar in burbank filled with cars at the burbank yeah. airport he has said that he has seen things not unlike when people say they've seen the aliens at, at area 51 or right patterson mm -hmm. air force base he said he's seen stuff you know he remembers seeing uh you know uh, uh, a trick bladder that would be used when there was there. I don't know if you remember there's there's a period where Pisso was ill um, from pissing too much, and one of the brothers stood in for him, and they had a fake bladder, and they tried. It couldn't it wouldn't last for twenty? You couldn't get twenty. Yeah, you couldn't. Out yeah, of you you needed you needed a truck for twenty seven minutes. But exactly. yeah, I, I do I do I do remember reading about that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I God, that's got to be so uncomfortable because if I if I also remember correctly, that fake bladder was there was a there was a pipe direct from the the warner brothers water tower that had been for years filled with his piss and it was right yeah. into this bladder and then the bladder would be kind of a secondary situation and they tried to get it but it just it wouldn't it wouldn't do it 27 no. minutes couldn't do it could not do it um but i i will say this uh for all of uh, zippo's uh, troubles especially uh, during the years in there in southern california you know pisso helped put out a lot of those fires so it's true kind of a it's hero true. at the end of the day yeah because you know. Pisso, I would say, is probably the biggest hero of the Marx siblings. Mm -hmm. If you had to, if you had to point to one, yeah, and the most committed to the bit, like, and the books mm -hmm. don't cover it enough. The books are all just talking about, you know, well, they well, really like they lean on like what Zip Zippo Marx did yep. and what Tudo did. Like yes, those exactly. are their focuses, and you know, yeah, they were they were some of the <clears> bigger <throat> members of the group, but I feel sure. like you know the 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 other siblings um, just aren't getting a fair shake. No, exactly. And <clears throat> the thing with, with Tudo and Zippo, the, the reason people concentrate on them is why? Well, because one can light the other's farts and it's a great show. We, we get that. But it's like that's not mm -hmm. all that they were known for. They're known for so much more. I would say at the end of the day, uh, Pisso's reels are more important to the legacy of the Marg siblings than anything else. That's true. You know? And, yeah. and there's so uh, many more. Because uh, uh, the, the mini human cannonball is an instant, whereas mm -hmm. the uh, Pisso asthma scenes are a good 27 minutes, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, that's like that's a lot of flash and dazzle, mm-hmm. especially with the confetti. Sure, you know, launching those. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just, but just Pisso's art. Yeah, agreed. Like, okay, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, okay, he read a book for a long time. Okay, you 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 see if he can he can piss for 27 minutes straight. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, you, I could go on about this for days. Classic, classic comedy is kind of my thing. I just love old yeah, comedy. It's, it's the best comedy. It's definitely an interest that we both share, I think. Yeah. And comedy never gets better. That should be pointed out. Comedy never gets better. It's always better. The old stuff is always the better comedy. Always we the all best. We know that. Comedy doesn't evolve. That's not it what It doesn't happens. grow. It doesn't change. It should no. always be the same. And exactly. that's why comedy is comedy. Mm-hmm. Now, I was going to say, we were going to have, we were going to do um, This Day and Dan and Jay, but... I feel like we covered so much of the Marg siblings, and they are there's definitely a familial collect, connect, connection to both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, that I feel like we could dig into more over the years as well. You know, we can talk about that. Maybe, hey, maybe we get one of the relatives on down the line. Maybe we can get, you know, any of them. Um, yeah, but oh, that would be. Oh wait a minute. Okay, this is weird. I was not expecting you would think this would have happened earlier. Um, I'm getting a message. It doesn't say the year, but it says I'm uh, Tudo Margs is calling. This hmm. is remarkable. Now, I it doesn't surprise me that the time box could get sent to them. I'm just surprised. I guess that this is the first time they've ever. I guess I got to answer yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> hello. Hey, how's it going? Oh, great, Tudo. Hey, boy, you know what? On camera, man, you do pop. You do pop. This is this is great. <laughs> it's an honor to talk to you. How it's are the you? Eyes, right? it's it the eyes, right? It is the eyes. It is the eyes. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And the cheekbones as well. Um, but speaking of cheeks, sharp enough. Sure. To cut glass. Yeah. No, I bet. I bet. That's what um, it, that's what that's what the Times said. Oh, which Times? Cheekbones sharp enough. All of them. Oh, all the Times. <laughs> that's true. You know they would sort of like take a piece and run with with it all the different papers. Um so, you know, uh, Dan and I the, Dan and I are we are hey. distant relatives of of several of the Marg's siblings. Um I don't know. We just we were just talking a little bit about uh your your brother Pisso and we were just wondering, you mm-hmm. know, you know, do you think he's an underrated comedian? What What are your thoughts on that? My brother Pisso, um, I would say, uh, it d- depends. I wouldn't say that he's an underrated comedian. I never really found it funny. I found mm. it, I found it poignant. I found it. Oh. I found almost that um, what he did was telling a truth about reality that no one else was saying at the time mm-hmm. um i would say the funniest bit is is the eye contact but sure. it stops being funny after a while and starts making you introspective starts making you think about who you are as a person mm-hmm. um, and i feel like that's really the power that he brought to us how do you think that compares to your own i don't, I don't mean to make you to call you out but to compares to your own contribution to the whole marg's siblings experience Oh my my shit's hilarious. Okay. My shit is is hilarious. I would say it's probably the best bit out of any uh sibling troop that you could think of. Okay. Um okay. and I feel like um I bring it I bring a a, a certain um uh a, a lightness to the uh, atmosphere, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Um anywhere I go. Uh, sure say to meetings with you know producers and owners of studios yeah um starlet's houses um movie theaters locked elevators that are trapped on the third floor those kinds of places i bring a certain air 
So you're not a person who keeps the comedy in its own venue. You you prefer to live comedy out loud in your life. I, I, I don't. The comedy is quiet, but the experience is out loud. Sure. I guess I should ask is, are you, are you committing comedy right now or? How about this? Yep. Now sniff mean, the air. Sniff the air. Oh, oh God. I did. Mm-hmm. How, I am how? the only person who has learned how to transport oh. the smell oh, via audio. Oh, that is... Dan, are you getting that? Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Oh, uh, okay. Tudo, uh, thank I'm not, I'm not buying lunch. I'm not buying lunch. Oh, Tudo. Th- mm. Thank you, Tudo, so much. I'm, I'm going to have to... Le- uh, yeah, I'm going to have to let you go. Okay, okay, bye. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, I can't believe he could do that. <laughs> how oh. the fuck did he do that? I don't know. That is messed up. That is, uh, Dan. Do you want to uh, promote? Just promote. Just promote. We got to so, uh, just check out uh, the Of Dice and Dead's podcast. Oh uh, Oddpodcast.com. Oh, window. Meowathon uh, is in a month. Meowathon.com. M e o w r a t h o n dot com. Check out my Twitch at twitch.tv slash dgomler. You can find all the links at my link tree at linktr.e slash dgomi. Oh, God. We have jasonklom.com, J-A-S-O-N-K-L-A-M-M, uh, uh, linktr.ee forward slash jasonklom. Uh, we didn't even talk about the new... Well, we can't really, but uh, I've signed a contract to write a book, so that's fun and exciting. We can maybe Yay. almost talk about that next time, but uh, in no detail. Oh, whatsoever. God. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Dan, what do you want to leave people with? Uh, not this. I don't yeah, ever want to no. leave people with this. No, no, me neither. Uh, appreciate your siblings that's what i'm gonna say appreciate your siblings mm. uh for what they contribute and for what they they're holding back that's what i'll say there you go oh, okay. dan and jay's comedy hour the podcast is part of the stolen dress podcast network the show is hosted by dan gomiller and jason klom the dan and jay's community service theme song was composed and performed by brian magic hands madison the silver jubilee theme song was composed and performed by nick robes with lyrics by jason klom have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 747-248-6687. That's R-I-P-2-HUMOR with a U. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at DanandJay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Goodbye, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>